welcome back to your Mindful Month podcast. I'm Astra, Mindful Yoga Coach and founder of Therapy Yoga, sharing my tips and practices for a mindful month. So I would love to hear from you on any of my content, so feel free to leave a message on this podcast or you can reach me via my website therapyyoga.co.uk, on Facebook at Therapy Yoga for Wellbeing or Instagram at Therapy Yoga. Let's dive in. Welcome to your Good Sleep episode and I hope this podcast finds you all safe and well. This is actually my second offering on the topic of sleep, but I also covered it back in November 2019 for those of you who have been listening to my podcast since then and how the world has changed, uh, you know, wouldn't have imagined we'd be in this situation. Um, and there's also a lot of studies at the moment pointing to uh, the impact of, of COVID-19 and sleep quality for many people. So if you've been affected by this, uh, you're not alone. And if you're struggling to prioritise your sleep health, keep listening as I hope to offer you some inspiration as well as uh, sharing my guided body scan at the end of the episode, which you can actually use to fall asleep. Just a quick introduction for those of you who haven't met me before. I'm Astra. I'm a mindfulness mentor and founder of Therapy Yoga, as well as a mum of two. And my story is I haven't always managed my various spinning plates in my life, uh, including managing ill health very well. And I use this experience as well as my training in mindfulness and yoga, which has helped me personally, uh, to offer this uh, knowledge, wisdom, if you like, to others just to help you stress less and enjoy more in life and this is why I do my podcasts. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my own experience of uh, sleep um, over the last past year. I've definitely had to put in place some steps to stop some of the bad habits I've developed uh, such as ingesting a lot of digital information and entertainment late at night as a kind of coping mechanism or escapism, mindlessness, however you see it, um, but consequently having a really rubbish sleep routine and despite knowing better, it's my job, <laughs> uh, it's impacted um, other aspects of my well-being. So, you know, life is work in progress and I have to keep reminding myself to come back to what is in the interest of uh, being uh, my best self. And so that's what this podcast is. It's a reminder of the things that you can reset to get back on track. So as always, do let me know how the episode lands with you. I see these podcasts as an open conversation and you can connect with me on my socials at Therapy Yoga or one word or pop me an email, uh, which is astra at therapyyoga.co.uk. So if you find these podcasts really helpful, please subscribe to Your Mindful Month on any of the platforms that you usually listen to podcasts. And this will help me reach more people who benefit from this type of content. So enjoy the next segment and I will see you on the other side for your sleep meditation. So on to my three golden rules for good sleep. And just to start by saying that good sleep has more to do with what's going on with your day than at night. So the first checkpoint is if you like, to review what aspects of your day you can adjust to pro-sleep. 
So what we consume during the day plays a, a big part, particularly things we enjoy that boost our energy or our mood like alcohol, nicotine, caffeine or even chocolate. So if you have sleep issues and you are a coffee drinker, a tea drinker, and I I drank a lot of tea at one point, um, then the short answer is that you need to start looking at reducing uh, your intake. And um, certainly if you're, you know, not reducing it, you need to uh, kind of not consume it within about two hours of, of going to bed. And I always thought that tea was better than coffee, but actually the caffeine hit you get from two cups of tea are equivalent to one cup of coffee. So that does add up if you're, you know, a four to five cup a day, which which was me. I'm now a four to five cup a week, uh, which was a struggle. But having a weekly habit um, rather than a daily habit has made a, a, a big difference. Um, uh, and what I found um, and what I found for some of the clients that I've worked with is that you know reducing uh, that caffeine or or that en- energy drink some people uh, like energy drinks um you start to feel naturally tired towards the end of the day rather than feeling quite restless um when you're heading t- to sleep but i mean there are other things uh, during the day that you can be looking at that checklist i don't want to you know bash uh, tea drinkers or coffee drinkers um and you know there are things like um how how late you're working um things like um you know digital screens without breaks throughout the day uh looking at your um you know, uh, how much you're going outside. So if you're getting enough daylight and regular exercise, um, and also, uh, going back to screens, you know, having a time for when you switch screens off. So I would say between 30 minutes to an hour before going to bed. So have a pro sleep checklist. What do you need to adjust during the day to, to promote better sleep during the night? And that leads me to my second rule, which is have a routine rhythm to your day. And this links to our biology. Us humans, we have an internal master clock, which is set to regulate our optimal health. And it's known as the circadian system or rhythm. And it determines how much sleep we need. And the jury's out about this, but I I would say uh, we're safe uh, in assuming around eight hours of sleep is good. Give or take a couple of hours either side, depending on each person. And you will know uh, in your day whether or not you feel like you've had enough sleep or not. So um, one of the ways to become in tune with your personal sleep rhythm is to set your daily routine rhythm. And this is basically fixed times for doing things. And it can extend to uh, meal times as well because our digestive system is linked to the circadian rhythm. So game changer for me was to set a sleep alarm as well as um, a, a wake up alarm. And you need to really think about a realistic time for this because we've all got different lifestyles. Remember that some of us are night owls and some of us are early birds. I'm a busy working mum, so my sleep clock is set for 11pm. Don't judge me. But this is when, for me, everything shuts down, non-negotiable. And actually, um, I've got a setting on my phone, don't ask me how I did it, um, that doesn't allow me to access any of my apps after my sleep alert has gone off. And and for some of you, you may choose, choose to actually have your devices or your phone out of the room completely, you know, each to their own. 
So after you implement more of a kind of rhythm or a repetitive uh, lifestyle in a way, um, you may start to to find that you fall asleep quicker uh, rather than pondering awake for, you know, goodness knows how long. And uh, for me, I'm typically getting up at around 7am now, so roughly eight hours. But, you know, there are going to be days where that doesn't happen. And, and the thing is not to worry about that, because if you are consistently sleeping well, you, you, will, you will bank that sleep. Um, so, yeah, so it shouldn't make a big difference to your sense of overall well, well-being if, you know, you're going to have off days. And, you know, just coming back to that rhythm, that daily rhythm um, should really start to benefit your natural body clock and you should start seeing some improvements in your sleep patterns. So lastly and not least, have a boss bedtime ritual, a boss bedtime ritual. You are in control of setting that scene for sleep rather than waiting uh, to fall asleep. And if you look at um, it from an ancient Chinese medicine perspective, we need to adjust from the yang energy of the day to the yin energy of night. And, you know, really seeing sleep as a way of balancing these two forces. And to create that scene that's kind of adjusting uh, to more yin energy, you can use a combination of things uh, which just lets your mind-body know you are prioritising sleep. And this can range from relaxing music, having a warm bath, uh, which shifts the body temperature for sleep. Um, you can be using relaxing oils in the air um, or oils for self-massage. Think about points of tension in the body, like the forehead, the jaw, the neck, the shoulders, uh, when you're um, coming into massage. And also a foot massage can be a great way of telling your mind-body to relax. And of course, using things like mindfulness and meditation, which is why I'm sharing a sleep meditation in the next segment. So I hope that gives you some things that you can start implementing straight away. And so just to recap, do a pro sleep checklist to adjust some habits, set a daily routine rhythm, which should feel realistic and maybe commit to trying it for at least a week. And lastly, but not least, create an uber relaxing bedtime ritual with no screens. And I will just end with a quote, which is from an article by Lee Holden, who is a Chinese medicine specialist and a Qigong teacher. And he says that good sleep is good medicine. It transforms fatigue into vitality, emotional stress into inspiration, and mental turbulence into clarity and focus. It is the energy of life. So wishing you better sleep. And if you do want to reach out to me on this podcast, feel free, contact me at therapyyoga.co.uk or you can contact me via your podcast platform. So that's all for now. I'm going to be setting you up for your guided meditation. If you're using it to fall asleep, um, just ensure you've completed all your tasks for the day and um, maybe, you know, set your device uh, in sleep mode so you can filter that blue screen and, um, you know, just get comfortable and get ready for sleep.
Welcome to your meditation for cultivating a good night's sleep. You can use this recording to help you relax as part of preparing for sleep or as a meditation to help you fall asleep. Ensure you're settled and comfortable with no other distractions. Simply take a deep breath to acknowledge the arrival at this point of your natural circadian rhythm. You may even contemplate this rhythm as it relates to the Earth's natural cycles. Now notice the upward and downward flow of the breath and allow the eyelids to close. Sense the body on the bed sinking down towards the earth's centre. And whatever your sleep position, bring some awareness now to the right side of the body. And just notice any sensations or non-sensations on this side. You might observe a sense of ease or dis-ease on this side. Meet whatever is here with caring curiosity. And bringing your mind's eye back to the experience of the breath as it rises and falls at your heart space. And now shifting your awareness to the left side of the body, noticing any sensation or non-sensations Just reside here on the left side, again with care and curiosity for ease or disease. Maybe noticing what's here from afar. Once again, returning to a sense of the breath, this time with a subtle awareness of its flow through the mouth and nose. Expand this awareness to notice the cheeks, the eyelids and the forehead and maybe any sensations or non-sensations in these areas. Can you allow the muscles in the face to relax a bit more? 
maybe rolling the tongue around the teeth and then swallowing to encourage a sense of ease in the jaw. And just settle here. Become aware of the back of the shoulders as if you're breathing in and out through the shoulders themselves. Settling here with a sense of the shoulders. shifting your focus to the base of the spine. Just rest here in awareness of this region of the body. And now bringing a focus to a rested sense of the hands and the feet. The busiest parts of the body coming to stillness. Arriving back to the entire sense of the body space, slowing down for sleep.